Have you done Have you done your lunges? Uh, I did a few squats and a couple of burpees. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so, so you went for a poo. How do you know? <laughs> well, if my if Mikey Famine tells tells me he's done a couple of squats and a few burpees, he's just been for a very strenuous poo. Little, little uh, locked up mm. on the trip. Yeah. Um. By the way, can um, I just say I know he can't see this, but Jartan, um, Mikey just exhaled his vape before he spoke into the mic. Like it's an amazing trait. Like you a should, probably try it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's, he, he's probably been kidnapped and he's in a, a scene from Hostel right now. Oh, I went to open our stream there's an advertisement. Yep. Was it Ikea? No, it's, uh, what is this? Got Derek Rose on here. It's something basketball related. <laughs> Oh, we better be, be getting fucking paid for it. I want a free pair of sneaks. Oh, here we are. Let me, let me turn that down. Oh, shit. Turn it down, mate. Oh, I've got uh, an ad for, for Legion Series 5. <laughs> Stylish, outstanding Legion Series 5. Intel Core. Power! episode totally differently now <laughs> look at you feel like it kindred is, spirits it's 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 much different than it looks <laughs> not easy you you put the steering wheel this way and it goes the other way i don't understand it. and it's got like you can rotate it several times which is also very <laughs> weird yeah it's like a bumper car yeah that steers from the back yeah Keeps going. Hi, everyone. Daddy's home. I'm Mikey <laughs> Famine, and I'm one. And Mikey's fourth, here. One fourth of the Ben Packers. I'm here with Wayne. What up, Wayne? Hello. Look at this. Look, it's a it's a twosome again. What's going on? I think the band's breaking up. <laughs> Because, you know, I've, like, I've, Ringo went off with George to make some stuff, and then Paul and George went off and made some stuff, and Paul mm -hmm. and Ringo made some stuff, but they never really got back. Yeah, but can I just say two of them are dead right now? Are we trying to draw a <laughs> parallel? Uh, you you, start, you started this. I'm just kind of... I was talking you know, this about is... when they were alive. All <laughs> this of them were alive. <laughs> The natural progression. I don't mind being Ringo. I, I don't mind doing a voiceover for Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> oh yeah, Just taking that money. Oh, we already had that argument, and for us, it was yeah, George, we did. It was us for us. It was George Carlin. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Again, we're we're not re relitigating that argument because uh, yeah, both both are true and both are false at the same time. Because they I both guess. exist. Well, they both exist in the same world. So. Um, Brenna and Jarthan are not here today. They are absent from class, and it will be going on their permanent record. Mm -hmm. anyone says. 
let's explain what's going on with uh, Jartan and Brenner. Brenner um, has to work, and Jartan is having a jolly up in the Netherlands, um, or Holland, depending on your perspective, um, with his good lady. Um, speaking of having a jolly up with their good lady, Mikey, where the fuck you been? <laughs> I was on my honeymoon. I am, as of today, I am officially married. I am a married man. What? Yeah, I, I did the thing. I, I went to the courthouse this morning and stood in front of the judge and said, I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said, here's my right to an opinion. Please take it. Now, see, <laughs> now, you, you said that last night, and I was like... <laughs> No, no, I said no. it this morning. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we time, go. Time. Prime, prime meridian. Prime meridian. Yeah, but either way, either way you slice it, <laughs> I have a wife now, so that's cool. Hi, baby. I know you're in the other room. Ridiculing everything I say. Yeah. Waiting for me to mispronounce something so she can text me. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I was I was gone for uh, eleven days. We spent like three days in Galveston, Texas, and then we went on an eight-day Royal Caribbean cruise, or uh, in the Western Caribbean. We went to uh, Cozumel, Costa Maya, uh, Rotan, and uh, Belize. But did you not think to go to uh, Montserrat? There is um, a, what's it called? A cruise with uh, Montserrat as a port. Mm-hmm. But that's, it's not till next year. That's that's where Mi Familia is from. And it was, it's, I've been on a cruise before, so I kind of knew what to expect. But she loved all of it. Absolutely loved it. So what, what did you actually get up to? Um, uh, did you have like excursions or absolutely. like yeah? Go on, fill us in, man. We did an excursion every day. So in Cozumel, we did uh, power boats, speed boats, which was awesome. And I need a boat now. <laughs> I have decided that I am now going to buy a boat and uh, dock it in Lake Michigan <laughs> and be a pirate. You live in Chicago. <laughs> We have Lake Michigan, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but it's just a little body of water. You it's, can't go anywhere. It's pretty fucking big. <laughs> That's have like, you, the, have there, you seen there, it there on a map? There was a, there was a show back in the 80s, which was like a dart-based show. It was a proper working man's sort of show called Bullseye. And um, you could win like these all special prizes, a car, a caravan, or a speedboat. But the people that won the speedboats normally lived in like a ninth floor flat in Manchester. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with your boat. <laughs> someone's someone's jacking that and and taking it down to Cleethorpes. <laughs> it was but the the speedboats. I thought it was going to be lame. I I made it a point to not pick any of our excursions. I wanted her to pick all of them so that we would mm -hmm. do the stuff that she liked to do because it's her first cruise. She should get first pick here. I'm thinking, like, in the picture, I'm like, speedboats. Oh, look at this little fucking, little orange fucking thing. What is this? This is not. A little, you know those little motherfuckers have 30 horsepower engines in them? 30 horsepower. With two people and a frame that weighed probably about 80 pounds. 
But th- 30 horsepower, that's like a lawnmower. A big, a, a lawnmower has like four or five horsepower. Okay, so a couple of lawnmowers. On the but ocean st- with no fucking, fr- no, no wheels. <laughs> no friction, yeah. Oh, all right, fair enough. It was, I was like, oh, this thing's going to be slow as shit. And then he, we started going, I was like, we are fucking cooking out here. And we were, we caught air a few times, but uh, it was. Are we, Mikey, just a little bit of housekeeping. Are no. we on the YouTubes? No. Okay. We're on uh, Okay, just Twitch ex- exclusive. Right, let me just uh, share that. Carry on, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> please, please tell us more about your um, beautiful honeymoon and wedding nuptials. Um, so. <clears throat> after- Rose and I invited. No one was invited. You guys wouldn't want to be there anyway. A lot of nakedness. Um, there. So after after we power boated around for a little bit, a little speed boating around, uh, we hopped off the sides of the boat and snorkeled for a bit. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about fucking like you get kind of. <laughs> well, what? I didn't say, get, I didn't say that. <laughs> you, you get kind of like used to like oh it's the tropics it's got that clear water la da da. You see it on like uh, BBC or on Discovery Channel and that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually in the water and it looks like a picture book, and then you look down and you can see sixty feet all the way down to the bottom, mm-hmm. it is a totally different experience. And it was awesome. We saw a stingray, um, and there was bunches of little fish. Uh, I'm actually going to make us a YouTube channel for all of our travels and stuff like that, and just start oh, wow. posting vlogs and all that stuff because we got I got a lot of good. I bought a little uh, GoPro thing. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that because I know you um, dug out of your time for getting a GoPro, and um, I'm pretty sure you were saying beforehand you was gonna get one. Yeah, I got so. a water I got a waterproof one for all of our because I knew almost all of our stuff would be in the water. Mm-hmm. So I got one of those, and uh, yeah, I got some great shots of just like schools of fishes just all around you while you're swimming around. Mikey likes to film water sports. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> what? Well, I just I just said Mikey likes to film water sports. I was proper Jeremy Clarkson out there, and no one could tell me any difference. <laughs> it was it was so much fun. Um, I I got to hold a baby sloth. Wow. Which was that that can be checked off the bucket list. I got to hug a little hug monster. What they look like. Um, mm-hmm. We went cave tubing. <laughs> that that sounds that uh, sounds very special. Is, is this what is this what it's gonna be the whole time while I describe this? Is you just finding sexual references and giggling to yourself? <laughs> but come on, cave tubing. Do you know what tubing is? Do you guys have tubing over there? <laughs> no, we okay. we're civilized over here. Stiff off my lip <laughs> and all that lot. Um, it's like you know, like the inner tubes. Like, you yeah. get the big inner tubes, and then, like, they uh, rope you guys all together, and then you have a guy, and he kind of, like, um, pulls you guys through these caves. And I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be fun. And then we start walking down, and then you could, like, see the cave entrance, and it is the pitches of black. I was like, oh, that's what the little lamp on the helmet is for. Like, you couldn't mm-hmm. see shit without that, was, that your light wasn't shining at. So, it was very weird to be 180 feet underground and an inner tube with a fucking helmet with a little miners little miners helmet on um yeah that, that sounds like, around uh what's what's the american equivalent um 
We have a show over here called uh, Dragon's Den, and I think your equivalent is Shark Tank. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> imagine trying to pitch that <laughs> for investment. So what we're going to do is we're going to take some inner tubes, get some randoms, stick them in there, little head torch, take them for a cave. It was, okay. And then they let us ditch the inner tubes and swim in this pitch Oh, no, no, water. fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. No, nah, we were nah. very, we were very, we had a very brave group. I think all but one or two of us ditched the tubes and said, "You guys can swim over to the other side if you want." That's just off key. Nah, that's not for me. Yeah, and there was stalactites, stalagmites, <laughs> bats, crystals, all kinds of shit. It was. It thinking back on it now, it was a horror film in the making, and in the, like one of the little vlogs, I was like, "Whoop." Looks like this is our last video ever, folks. So it's been fun having you guys. I was, Smash that I, like button. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine you just putting the camera on yourself and a little bit of snot hanging off your nose. I'm so scared. <laughs> Next thing you know. Yeah. I was just, and then I, like, I, was like, I was joking with like the group because I think there was eight of us. And I was like, wasn't there ten of us when we left? Like, stop it. <laughs> I, like, oh, I would have been the I would have been the first one punching you. And I was like, I was like, you know how much it would suck if he just left us, because we like got pretty deep into the cave. I was like, what if he just fucked off? He's like, you know what, fuck tours today, and he just left. Or we're just down in the in the belly of the beast. Wow. And a, and so, a cenote. How it. how was it being like just away from like our, our normal discourse, as as in away from news away from what's going on yeah yeah all of that how how was that for you like how how did the you and the good lady appreciate that because i can imagine that must be so liberating especially with what we do i I could not have thought of a better thing for us to do on our honeymoon because i know i think when we got back because like on the ship they have like ship wi-fi for like the ship's app they just show you where all the attractions are and and all the, and yeah. reserve tickets for things and all that all that kind of stuff, but I would get notifications. So all the shit you little fuckers have been saying, I got notified of it. I just couldn't respond. Um, so I saw some stuff, but I ignored most of it. I had something like 150 notifications when I finally got back to normal internet and all that. But mm. not like we literally would go days without having our phones on us. It's nice. Oh, yeah. The only thing we would use our phones for were pictures. But did you not find it as as much as it is liberating? Did you not kind of have that like weird anxiety about not knowing what's going on? Nope. Really? Ignorance truly is bliss. Hmm. It truly is because I I knew nothing of the Western world at all. All I knew was uh, it's about twelve thirty. I'm kind of hungry. You want to go get some food at the buffet? let's go eat oh that was a big meal you want to take a nap okay oh looks like it's time to wake up do something and go get dinner like that's that was our life for eight days and it was fucking Mm -hmm. awesome um i do have a lot to catch up on now but um yeah and and a lot of people were asking uh about like how safe it was to cruise with covid and all that stuff and and was it a good idea uh first of all everybody had to be vaccinated to get on the boat and yeah, you ha- and you had to also have a negative swab uh, within forty-eight hours of getting on the boat. Did you? I don't know if anyone told you, but you guys have amped it up to you're on you're on Defcon two now. Do you know that? Uh, no, I don't. 
<laughs> I don't. And I'm okay with not knowing things now. I used to have to know everything, but now I'm really okay with not knowing shit. You're, you're, you're one step away from full-on full on nuclear war with China. Oh, we have a new sub. Thank you, Irish Sweet. Um, but it's, uh, I mean, there was a few times where, I mean, like every time that you were out of your cabin, you had to have your mask on unless you're, yeah. unless you're eating or drinking or something like that. No one really made a fuss about it. People would forget every once in a while, but they'd see everybody else with their mask. I'm like, oh shit. And then they put it on, especially like in elevators and stuff like that. Mm. Everyone was like super cool and respectful and were understanding that this was, um, this was a treat and this was a fun trip to be on. Let's not spoil it for everybody else. Um, yeah. Which was yeah. nice. Over here, it's gone the complete opposite way. It's just like, fuck it. We're yeah. done. We're done. No masks, no anything, no social distancing. Everyone's breathing on each other. No one gives a shit anymore. Um, but to be fair, the majority of the population has been stabbed and the boosters are going through now. So people are having their, their third jab and, and whatnot. But I think there's kind of like a, a weariness of, of yeah. the whole uh, pandemic and people are bored of it. People just want to go back to living their lives and going back to just life as, as, as normal. But at the same time, <laughs> there was a guy earlier that we have these lanyards that say you're exempt from wearing a mask. Mm. He walked into the pub wearing the lanyard saying he's exempt from wearing a mask and he was wearing a mask. <laughs> I was like, mate. <laughs> well, even, but even on that fully vaccinated ship, we all wore masks. Mm. Why? Because they asked us to and it let us do our cruise. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, and, and I think what they were mostly safeguarding themselves from was what happens if someone catches it on shore, catches it somewhere else, we should at least still keep the masks on just in case. Or if somebody's asymptomatic or there's a false negative or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So they, we all just, uh, hello, speaking from the center. How are you, Tim? Oh, and sweet, I just realized you subbed to us. Thank you, sir. You're awesome. Um so I'm just going to quickly share this because um, I've not I've not done any sharing because I'm an ass. Yeah, ass. Um, it's <laughs> no ass, not ass. Ass. I'm not I'm, I'm not a snide donkey. <laughs> are you though? Are you really? Are you, aren't, aren't you though? No. Are yeah. we going to fall? Are we going to fall out, Mikey? Because Mikey, I've actually I've actually got a subject matter that I want to address, but you. Being off on your nuptials, having it up, you know, drink oh, yeah. it. I do yeah. a lot of drinking. Yeah, what what have you got? What, what are you bringing to the table, eh? I'm uh, here. I'm bringing I've got... Britain's gas crisis explain. Crisis explain. <laughs> That's what I'm going to talk about. Well, the thing that I the, the link that I sent you. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> that is what I'm bringing to the table. Is your article? Yeah. Shall we? Shall we go into this? If you want to have a little uh, a little read up. All right. Uh, uh, forgive my allergies, everybody. I'm finally back home with the cats, and now I can't excuses. <clears throat> um, oh, that's also the funny thing. Not only were there no bugs on the cruise, but um, I didn't have to take a single allergy pill. 
Not one. You wanna know why? Because there's no fucking cornfields. There's nobody cutting the fucking grass every fucking 36 minutes. And there's no cats. So I was able to breathe like a dream. Best sleep I've ever gotten. No one cares. Thank you. Sorry. Continue. Britain's gas crisis explained. A shortage of truck drivers has led uh, to empty fuel pumps around the country, creating long lines at gas stations and panic buying. Remember when you were laughing at the Floridians? Yeah. Yeah. Daily. Uh, <laughs> London. Drivers in Britain have been rushing to gas stations to fill up amid a fuel shortage that has lasted days. Long lines at gas stations and rising fuel prices are the latest challenges that the country faces as it emerges from the pandemic. Here's a look at what's happening. Uh, where do you want me to just keep going? Keep going, and then I'll, uh, I'll chime in. All right, is this the 1970s all over again? Why is there a gas shortage? Some would ask. Across London and other parts of Britain, gas stations called petrol stations here. Are you, how, don't be coy. <laughs> That's gonna be the most patronizing uh, line ever. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, We're British, aren't we? <laughs> have run out of fuel, also known as petrol. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Um, <laughs> the shortages have drawn comparisons to the global energy crisis of the 1970s when an OPEC oil embargo led to widespread shortages. But unlike them, unlike then, the current shortage is not one of fuel, but of train drivers to deliver it. I think I did hear something about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, truck drivers tend to be older, and they are retiring. At the same time, driver trainees are facing delays in getting licensed uh, because of the pandemic. Transport companies have reported raising wages for truckers by 25% or more this year to retain them. The shortage has also caused problems for restaurants, which are struggling to obtain food and grocery stores, which have been unable to replenish shells. Drivers' concern about reports of empty gas stations have also been panic buying fuel in recent days, which has exacerbated the shortages. Yes. So, um, let me explain from my lived experience being here in the UK and being someone that consumes fuel. Now, what's happened is, um, since um, the whole brexit thing a lot of hgv and this there, there has to be a clear and precise um differential between hgv drivers and fuel tanker drivers because just because you drive a hgv doesn't mean you can drive a tanker there's a totally different test to do that so one one quick point of order an yep. hgv i think equivalent in the states is called a cdl yes so heavy heavy goods vehicle uh uh, what is it? Commercial driver's license. Yeah, yeah. So we've had a reduction in um, heavy goods vehicle drivers because since Brexit, being a HGV driver over here is less appealing because of the red tape that has now been introduced because of Brexit. Well done, everybody. <laughs> and also, um, with, when it comes to tanker drivers, um, that has had a, a, a knock-on effect as well because if you are, uh, I think the term is ADR, an ADR-approved driver that can transport fuels and hazardous materials, um, if you can earn more money on the continent, you're going to go there. So what's happened is there is no shortage of fuel at all, no shortage. 
Right. It's it's a matter of there is a shortage of people that can get the fuel from the refineries to the outlets. And that is what sparked this. And this all came about from last week. I was driving down, like, <clears throat> for my company, um, we have fuel cards with BP garages. And I had half a tank of fuel in my van last Tuesday. And I was going to Brighton. And I was like, I've got half a tank. I'll just go down there. There's a BP just as you get into Brighton. I'll fill up there. And I got there. And all the pumps were taped off. I was like, what's going on here? Oh, they, they must have just run out of fuel. Okay, fair dues. Um, so then I did my job in Brighton. I went off to my next job, uh, which was in a little sort of suburb of Brighton. And I said to the guy, do you know if there's a BP garage around here? And he's like, oh, yeah, there's, there's one on the way to Lewis. So went down there. Turns out it's now an SO garage. And then had to go back on myself eight miles to find another one. Got there, filled up, fine. Then, done my day's work, got to, um, got home, got a text, not a text message, an alert on my phone. BP are shutting five garages out of the 1,500 that they have in this country. Five garages, because they can't get the fuel to the pumps. This then sparked uh, a nationwide <laughs> outcry of we've got no fuel we've got no fuel people were getting in their cars fucking off to the petrol stations warp speed we need to fill up we need to fill up i know this is anecdotal but there was one geezer who filled up with four pounds worth of fuel because he was scared he wasn't gonna be able to get any more i'm like isn't that like a gallon uh, no you know four, four four pound is um, I think it's at a minute, it's £1.37 a litre. So four times £1.37. That's how much he he put in his tank. It's pathetic. And the problem is, we have this um, notion, again, uh, you have it in America as well. We're not controlled by the media. We, you know, we just do what we like sort of thing. We're all libertarians and that. Okay, but you see a queue... And you go, oh, what's going on over there? Maybe I should join that queue. Next thing you know, the queue's two miles long and you don't know why you're there. And in reality, it was just an absolute load of bullshit. And now you've got people buying fuel for the sake of buying fuel and because they're scared they're going to run out. You've got, you got mums on the school run going, oh, I don't know when I'm going to get any more fuel. You've got half a tank. You'll be all right. Yeah, but... What if it runs out tomorrow? There's no fuel shortage. It's just a matter of getting the fuel from the refinery to the actual outlet. That's the problem. So we've even roped in uh, Boris. Hello, hello, folks. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got the army in to drive the tankers to the forecourts, so there is no fuel shortage. Oh, carry on. Copy diem. Copy diem. <laughs> yeah and it's it's just it's just bollocks it's absolutely like today i'll give you an example for today like th this is my lived experience so this is completely anecdotal this is this is no <laughs> scientific um uh, experiment or anything like that so i'm in i'm in uh Rygate and i have to go to southwest london i drive into southwest london i've got a quarter of a tank 
and every garage I go by has got no fuel or there's a massive queue outside. I'm like, I've got enough to get me home. I had to drive back to Essex and uh, a fuel station near me had fuel. I queued up for 10 minutes to fill my tank up and, and drove home. It's all because of this panic buying and this media Ferrari that has been, you know, stoked and fermented by the media that there's no fuel. It's a complete misnomer. That there is fuel, it just can't get to the gas. Uh, sorry, the, the the petrol stations because we have a shortage of drivers. Right. The shortage of drivers is basically part and parcel of us leaving the EU. But no one, no one in the uh, right wing media wants to acknowledge that. Like, oh, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that at all. Well, it kind of is because you don't want to own up to your own mistake. And uh, you were the ones that were peddling this this nonsense that um, by leaving the EU everything will be hunky dory. Evidently, it's not. Well That'd done, everyone. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> um, actually, I do have a small story that I wanted to talk about. Um, I will okay. share. My screen. Sorry for everybody watching. I know this is a little clunky, but yeah, we're clunky. Mike, Mike, Mikey's just back from his hung, uh, honeymoon, so yeah, I had to go back to work like right away. It was awful. Um, so the NBA, my league. I actually watched a bit of football while I was on the cruise. It was on the it was on the telly. I watched. Um, Please tell me you watched Arsenal beat Tottenham. No, no, no. It was. Oh. Yeah, oh, I can't remember the name of the. It was it was just last weekend. I don't. I know there's probably tons of games on, but I was like, oh, I wonder if Wayne watches any of these. But it was, god damn, it was nil nil. Mm-hmm. And then like there was like well, a penalty no, because no, they, like no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna applaud you for saying nil nil, because <laughs> most Americans go it was zero zero. <laughs> but here's the thing, someone fucking scored like right at the end when they were in the runoff time. Someone fucking scored, and then they fucking called oh, it back. Oh, I was like, "No, fuck oh. you! No, that's a fucking goal." I did not just sit here for fucking half an hour because I didn't catch the whole game. I was like, "I didn't even fucking sit here for half an hour for you to take the one fucking time it goes in a fucking net and say that doesn't count because it was offsides." No, fuck offsides. He was going after the fucking ball. It's a fucking goal. Fuck you. And then the like, runoff, the the runoff time. Yeah. I swear, if you was in front, I'll just fucking choke you. <laughs> Injury, it's injury time. So what they do, if there's if there's fouls or some sort of infringement, what they do is they add minutes on to the end of the game for the stoppages in the game. Injury time. Well, they Fucking they were in injury time. time. It was overtime. That's what we call it here. Um, but the guy fucking scored and they didn't fucking count it. Well, because it was offside. He was going after the ball, though. You're allowed to go after the ball. Not if you're off. Oh, for fuck's no, sake. no, no. If the ball is approaching the goalie, you're allowed to go after the ball to get. You know what I'm saying? Not if not if you started from an offside position. He wasn't offside. Don't, don't, he was behind the don't, ball. Don't, I'm saying it was. Make, a, it was already on Sports Center. It was a bad fucking call, Wayne. What, what I game was, right. was it? What game was it? What I game? Can't was it? I can't remember. I'll have to look it up and, and get back to you. But even mm. on ESPN, they were fucking saying that it was a missed fucking call. Okay. Because he was pursuing the ball. He was, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, the ball kind of got away from him and he kind of kicks it. So, anyway. Anyway. Um, the NBA. <laughs> my league. 
my league, um, several players are saying they're not getting vaccinated. NBA says Why? cool. Because they're fucking weirdos. I don't know. One of them's Kyrie mm. Irving, who I absolutely love to death, but he's fucking off his rocker on this. Um, so the NBA says no pay if unvaccinated players can't play. Uh, this is from our boy Tim Bontemps. Everybody loves him. Uh, players who are forced to miss games due to the executive orders governing vaccination requirements in both New York and San Francisco will not be paid for any games they miss. Any player who elects not to comply with local vaccination mandates will not be paid for uh, games that he misses. Mike Bass, the NBA's executive vice president of communications, said in a statement Wednesday morning. Both cities passed executive orders in the uh, past weeks that will affect the Bruce, Brooklyn Nets and Golden State Warriors, both my teams. In order, the order in New York, which applies uh, to the Barclays Center, uh, requires one COVID-19 shot. To enter, what? Oh, to enter San Francisco's Chase Center, a person must be fully vaccinated. Net star Kyrie Irving was not at the team's media day, which is kind of like there. The season's about to begin. We get in front of the cameras. Yep. All right, shit. Uh, missed media day at the Barclays Center on Monday as a result of the order in New York, uh, which went in effect earlier this month. During the Warriors media day, Andrew Wiggins, another very talented but weird fucking dude, that his vaccination status was private ahead uh, ahead of that order going into effect next month uh, before the start of the regular season. Uh, let's see. That's that's pretty much the the bare bones of it. But mm. it's it's just absolutely shocking to me. How? Um. Okay. So, do you feel that the players are justified in their actions? No. Okay, so I want to sort of mirror that with, is it United Airlines that are sacking like 600 staff that refuse to get uh, vaccinated? I think it's United. I'm pretty sure it's United. We flew American both ways. I was the foggiest. But it's... I don't know, because, I mean, there's tons of occupations where that's not an option. I think the – I'll probably have to dig it up. But same thing with the military. Like, there's tons of people um, leaving because they're being forced to be vaccinated. But that's just the thing. They're vac- they have to get mandatory vaccines anyway. There's tons of vaccines that they have to get anyway. Yeah, and, and, and this, is, this is what infuriates me. It's like – all of a sudden, you're anti-vax because you don't know about this vaccine, but you've been stabbed uh, your entire life and had a foreign object put in you um, to help you uh, survive life. But all of a sudden, now, you're like, what? No, we ain't having that. But you trusted everything that the government has done with regards to vaccines up until now. And for the military... What's, what's, the- what's changed? For the military guys, they don't trust the vaccine. They don't trust that the government has been properly overseeing it. But they trust the orders that they're given by the government to go out and kill people. Yeah. So, so you can you can you can hold your fucking your AR your M16. That's fine. But if you have to get a shot to make sure that you don't have a fucking I don't know communicable disease, that's 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 totally out of the question. This is what 
This is what happens when fucking politicians start politicizing medicine. Yep. Yep. And um, it was United Airlines. And I've just found the article now, Mikey. Look at me multitasking. This is this is unbelievable. <laughs> I don't believe it. Right. Well, I'm just going to um, quickly put this up here so you can have a little look see at this. Uh, right. Here we go. You see that? There you go. There you go. So United Airlines has said nearly 600 US-based employees are facing termination after failing to comply with the carrier's vaccination policy. In early August, the company became the first US airline to require COVID-19 vaccinations for all domestic employees, requiring proof of vaccination by Monday. The carrier said that on Tuesday, it would start the process of firing 593 employees who decided not to get vaccinated. This was an incredibly difficult decision. Sorry, in, sorry, in quotes. Um, this was an incredibly difficult decision, but keeping our teams safe has always been our first priority. Chief Executive Scott Kirby and President Brett Hart. Brett Hart? Brett the hitman fucking heart? <laughs> wow. Get vaccinated or sharpshooted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, told him, please. Um, the workers could save their jobs if they got vaccinated before their formal termination meetings, the company official said. United has received requests for vaccine exemptions from employees for religious medi and medical reasons. Those employees account for less than 3% of the airline's 67,000 US workforce, United officials say. The company had plans to put employees who received religious exemptions on temporary unpaid leave from the 2nd of October. Those plans, however, have been put on hold until the 15th of October because of a lawsuit challenging their policy. Like, uh, come on now. No. Have a, word with have, have a word with yourselves. Oh, and a little comment here from Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, my state is going to have a school bus driver shortage due to people not getting vaccinated. Oh, <laughs> ah, well, well, Tim could probably step in and take them to school in his melting truck. Nah, he doesn't want kids in there. <laughs> Eating all the damn ingredients. <laughs> Arm, arm, arm deep in the guacamole. Like, no. <laughs> you don't want them in there. But they'll, they'll turn up looking like the Simpsons because they're completely yellow. <laughs> Throwing the tortillas around like frisbees. Oh, come on, Tim. It's your, it's your civil duty. <laughs> He's like, gross. <laughs> but um, I, I'm, I'm really failing to see why people have this hesitancy when there's a thousand things that they've already been vaccinated for that people won't let you in public with. Like, like you can't go to high school without your MMR. Mm. You just can't. They won't let you in. They say, you need to go get vaccinated first because you're going to be around other kids. And if you get sick, mm. yeah, that, there's reasons for all this. And all this shit has been, this has been, it's, this isn't a new thing. That you have to be vaccinated against certain things if you want to interact with yeah. other people. Even if I like, if I got promoted, I have to go get a booster for hepatitis, just in case I have to like 
do mouth to mouth and say some uh, uh, easy Wayne. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't say anything. God. I just shuffled in my chair ready to um Laffy pants. <laughs> yeah. So if you get a promotion you've got to get a booster for hepatitis. So how are you gonna get the uh promotion? Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh. Oh, come on, mate. It's, it's an open goal. It's an open goal. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, any, like, whenever you have any job where you work around people, you have to be vaccinated against certain things. Like, if, like, let's just say that these same motherfuckers who I know have never left the country want to go to Africa. There mm-hmm. is a list, a laundry list of things you yep. have to get inoculated against oh. before you go over there. Or, or South America. Yeah. There, there, was, there was certain places, like uh, Brazil, you have to have your um, yellow fever and all that yep. shit, didn't you? Yep. And then for Africa, there's like, you have to get gravy shots and dengue. Malaria. Malaria pills that you have to take while you're going there. And no, one, yep. and no one's just like, oh, well, that's just my rights, though. But what about my rights? No, it's it's not about <laughs> your fucking rights, idiot. The germs and the, vac- and, the, and the viruses, they don't know what your rights are. They just know that you are a yummy, yummy body to be consumed and mm-hmm. multiplied inside of. That's all they know. And if Mikey wants to get promoted... Oh, well. there we go. <laughs> I don't know how they do things in the UK, but around here, we just get people shots. I don't know if they just like take a handful of the virus <laughs> and shove it up your arse like a fucking dairy cow. Mikey be seeing his bus come and he's like, Naruto run, like that. Off. <laughs> Top speed. Look at this. Look at this. Unbelievable. Um, mid roll. Um. Oh. Oh. You can. You can be Brenner this week. No, uh, you can be Brenner. I've done Brenner. Oh, 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 that no, sounded you bad. Oh, oh, that, oh. that sounded bad. Oh, there we go. Um. No, Brenner done Brenner last week. Oh. <sighs> right. In that case, uh, so let's do this properly. Oh, not you. Fuck you. Ugly prick. You don't know what you're doing, do you? Uh, no, I need to switch mates. Oh, you, you do it. Yeah. There we go. Right. Hello, everyone um, who is watching the BIM podcast. It's me and Mikey, the newly married Mikey, the loser of the opinion, and myself, the Wayne Maker. We are here. We are producing are content gathered, for you guys. We are gathered here today. <laughs> we are gathered here today um, to produce content for your entertainment and your delectation. And we would like, if if you could, if you could kindly donate a couple of quid, you know, just a few a few little morsels of your income to us to help us produce more content like that if you can't do that you're not in a position to do that please just like share and um you know promote our content as as best you can because we do this as a labor of love but we would like to try and you know um make this a proper job instead of us coming on here chatting crap and not getting anything from it (laughs) (laughs) but no if you if you could um yeah please just uh Subscribe to us on the Twitch, on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, on the YouTubes. And if you go to um, 
patreon.com forward slash the bin podcast and you can sign up to any level of tier membership there and what we do is we promise that we will find the most embarrassing footage of us and stick it on whatever tier level you want to subscribe to and embarrass ourselves because that's what we do but but most importantly if you go to um patreon.com forward slash the bin podcast go to the five dollar a month level you can watch drunk brenner which is probably the best footage that we have ever produced because drunk brenner is best brenner it's omega brenner oh it's yeah oh 100 it's like right so brenner is our phoenix anyway yes. but get a drunk she becomes dark phoenix right and you need to see that uh also um we will be recording more and more content on on our own um little bits that we do uh mikey as he's already stated has said he's got a a lovely little uh gopro jartan has got his gopro i will just film myself being a tit and brenner hashtag drone pilot hashtag curler and if you don't know what curling is you hit her up on that um we'll produce as much content as you would like um because at the end of the day we just want to we want to get paid for <laughs> talking crap on the internet <laughs> you know what i mean mikey that, do you concur that, is that such a big ask we just want we just want to be idiots for cash yeah that's if, all look if Hassan Piker can do got, it. Everyone's got dreams. I just want to be dumb on the internet for money. <laughs> exactly. Just just dunk your money on us. <laughs> yeah, so that's the, the uh, patreon.com forward slash the bin podcast. Please, wh- whatever you can, um, yeah, just just come at us. We're, we're, we're trying our best. We're just a, a bunch of mates that came together to produce a show. And we're still doing this a year and a half on. Could you fucking believe that, Mikey? We're on number 85. Wow. 85. 85 episodes, you lucky bastards. <laughs> and if you no, if, if you ain't paid for it, if you ain't paid for it, fucking give us some money. No, the 85, but the first 50 are just utter trash. Just so bad. Oh. <laughs> do, you remember, do, you, do you remember watching back, was it last Christmas when we watched episode one? I'm sitting there just watching like Mortified. Sky News, Sky News with like earpods in and just like badly lit. <laughs> my my layout looked one thousand percent crazy. It was the weirdest, <laughs> ugliest thing I've ever seen, and I just like I was just like ah ah, my chroma keys off. It looks mm. weird. Our audio <laughs> sucks. And I'm and I'm still in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, also, um. There is new merch on the way, soon to be revealed. Yeah, I need and, a new um, hat. I sweated through this one. Yeah, there's there's a lot more new merch coming, Mikey. I've um, yeah, I've been put, I've been pulling some strings. Ooh, and I also might have found us a sponsor. Okay. A proper sponsor. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that'll be in in media in bin podcast meetings to come, but um. <laughs> And for all of you guys who are listening, um, hi, 
You should really check us out on Thursdays if you can for the live feed, and then Friday nights for the uh, rebroadcast for YouTube. Um, welcome, and oh, uh, give us a five star rating on your favorite podcatcher. I'm sure mm -hmm. they have some way of rating the show, and if you give us that five stars or whatever that highest joint is, it will uh, get us in front of new um, new eyeballs and ears, and that always helps out the show. That's another way you can help the show for free. But if, Mark, you do you have, leave a, but if you do leave a comment, just make sure you don't curse in it or else they won't post it. Mark, you've just got an email um, uh, about our sponsorship um, <clears throat> from a Mr. David Duke. Oh, what do you say? Tell me it's a yes. <laughs> I need a yes right now. <laughs> he said, um, yeah, um, we're, we're intrigued to uh, sponsor your show. Please tell us about your content. See if you can wire us the money first, and then we'll tell them. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. I've also got another one from Onfufu Abelewa. Oh, yeah, he's good um, people. He's good people. He's a prince. Yeah. Apparently, if we send him our um, bank details and uh -huh. sort code, right. he'll wire us the money first to create uh, a relation, and then he will send us... Two million dollars. Nice. All right, I'm gonna, Mikey. Can you email me your stuff and I'll send it over now. It's already been sent. Just check it. it okay, be, cool. It might be in the in the uh, spam folder. Oh, okay. Fair dues. Oh shit. Right. So what's up, chat? You guys got anything for us? Cause I'm still on vacay mode. As you can see, I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a couple of shades darker. I got my hair braided, so I'm just in chill mode right now. You you look the same to me, Mikey. Well, that's because I, I see I you. Know. I see I see you every week. <laughs> I'm a I'm a bit darker, but I think the cameras the cameras actually making me look brown as opposed to gray. That's how you can tell. Yeah. So have you still got your your tan lines like like my ones? Look at that bad boy. Look. A little bit. I it's, have the, it's a nit. It's basically autumn over here, and I've still got this sick tan line. <laughs> and I was worried about like being shirtless at the pool and on the beach and stuff like that. And then I saw all the other people, and I was like, "Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine." <laughs> did you Did you wear a shirt in the pool? In the pool, no. Mm, okay. I did in the cave, though. <laughs> I was like, "There might be leeches in here." <laughs> like so, so how many entered and how many left? How many what? How many entered the cave and how many left? Uh, me and my wife went in and out, and that's all I cared about. Everybody else is on their fucking own. <laughs> Everyone else is on their own. Good luck. I wow. hope, the bats, hope the bats don't steal you. <laughs> Never no, no mind, everyone. <laughs> oh, and we saw iguanas. Did you know they eat iguanas on Rotan? What? They eat iguanas. Oh, it's just... Just lizard, isn't it? Yeah, they have they have iguana farms for eating. Mm, yeah, well, that's just weird. I was like trying to find somewhere that was serving them because I would definitely would have ate an iguana, like a little iguana tacos. Right. I'm trying. What other what other reptile is like regularly eaten? Uh, alligator. Really? Yeah. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's where the alligators are, also. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that geezer with a wheelie bin? Mm -mm. <laughs> the, oh, mate, 
there's a geezer with a wheelie bin and an alligator on his property and he basically <laughs> fights off the alligator with a wheelie bin <laughs> and scoops it up into the wheelie bin and then just like lifts it up and puts a lid down. <laughs> oh, I've got a, mate, I've got a, someone in chat send send a link to that, please. Hi Marie, how are you? Um <laughs> but it's it's hilarious. He's basically having a duel with uh, an alligator and a wheelie bin. <laughs> it's it's fucking hilarious. I can't believe you didn't see it. I have You watched, of all people. I haven't watched anything. I've been watching a lot of movies. We did uh yeah. uh Oh, oh, and since we got a little bit of time here, we're left on the end. Have you yeah, been watching the What If series on Disney Plus? Of course. Spoiler alert, everybody. I apologize. We're going to talk what if for about 15. <laughs> Let me get the... Do we have a spoiler alert? Banner? No, that's that's kind of what I did. No. I, have a, I was going to see if we have a banner. No, mm. I didn't make one. Oh, well. Oh, by the, by the way, um, the, the zombie one really pissed me off. I thought it was going to be a part two. Uh, that one was kind of weak to me. What was your, what was your favorite? Uh... Do you know? Do you know what? I, I would probably say the zombie one because I thought that there was going to be. No, Wait, actually, no, 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 no. Doctor Strange. That one was good. Yeah. That one was good. Um, <laughs> and it was it was kind of. It was really really dark. It was, it was dark. It, it was dark as it was, fuck. It was darker than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Especially because I was like, "Oh my god, he has just watched her die like thirty fucking times." Mm. Like by time five, I would have just been, practiced. yeah, I would have just been. And, he, uh, and he's been told that this is this is a permanent thing. You cannot do anything. But his ego said, "No, I can change this." And no matter what he did, she always died. And he just kept getting told, "You can't change it. You can't change it, son." <laughs> I'm gonna put a kettle on. I'm gonna put a kettle on before you do something irresponsible, <laughs> or whatever he said. Uh, Wong said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he could have kept her at home, and the house would have blown up. <laughs> right. And then like a fucking guy walked in with a gun at the pizza shop. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> no, that that bad. that was yeah that was it. But uh, the the zombie one because I like the um, I like the premise of it. The fact that the again spoiler alert the fact that the virus came from the quantum realm and that that one scene where um oh what's her chops jumped at bruce oh. banner and the hulk finally came out to protect him but it was just his one arm right. <laughs> like, can't get through it boom and he's like thanks for the save big guy i was like that's some proper nuanced shit that's some proper writing right there or I, I, the Killmonger one was really good, and so was the T'Challa one. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah. I think I think the the, the Killmonger one was kind of like um. Oh, how do how do I explain it? Killmonger is a son of a bitch. Yeah, he <laughs> was just basically basically he's out for himself at all oh. times. Over and over, I'm like, oh my god, Even, do not fall for that. Oh no, you yeah. better not fall for that. Oh, and now you're falling for that. <laughs> He's like, I sorted you out, son. I sorted you out. You can help me out. 
nah, nah, he must he must he must have a remote way of turning them on. I'm like, <laughs> bro, it's him. It's clearly his ass. If y'all don't exactly. fuck Michael B. Jordan but, up. <laughs> but but do you know what the the T'Challa stuff? I, I I found quite heartbreaking because yeah, you could you could tell from the voice that it was a laboured laboured job. Yeah, because I, I think they did, they recorded all that stuff like right after the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a it was a very um, post Endgame uh, production. Oh, oh, wait, real quick about Endgame. So we 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 were I was on a on a kick for fucking Marvel. So I made her watch. Uh, we watched Infinity War because we couldn't really exactly remember what happened because it had been so long since we watched it. Mm. And then we rewatched Endgame. You know when they were trying to like kidnap Vision and get the stone from him. Yeah. When him and Scarlet Witch are fighting, they're using like magic. There's like blue and red fireballs and shit. And then here comes weak ass fucking Black Widow. And now all of a sudden everybody wants to go all Taekwondo. I was like, man, yeah. if you don't magic blast that fucking useless ass character to fuck out the way, at least Cap's got some fucking super strength. All right. No. See, for me, Vision um, was the most underplayed character right so he's got he's got the mind stone yep he can phase through things he can use a mind stone to like as a fucking welding torch and cut through shit yet Thanos can grab him and pull the mind stone out of his head laser shit laser his arm shit laser his arm off uh, no just phase just phase yeah can't fucking grab that can you just fall right through his fingertips. <laughs> Just what are you doing? Use the so, use your powers that you have. Yeah, well, even even look at um, uh, Wonder Vision when White Vision is fighting um, the uh, Wonder Vision. Yeah. Right. They're both phasing, not like, going into the ground, pulling him down, and saying, "No, you stay here." He's like, "No, I'll just phase out. Fuck it." Right. You've got Thanos. Yeah, he's got a big fucking hand, but just phase through the cunt. Fuck him. There was there was a lot of little stuff that I was just like, why are you doing that? Like and then like eventually like they end up cutting off Thanos' arm and I'm like, why didn't you just do that in the first place? Why are you trying to take the gauntlet off? Take the arm off and just fucking boogie. Yeah. Oh oh the the uh what are Thanos' little henchman the dude with the big fucking hammer that uh, was fucking up Tony oh, Stark and all yeah, that yeah. that big motherfucker and then they cut his arm off Wong cut his arm off with the fucking the portal thing. Yep yep. Dude, at the fucking Thanos, Doctor Strange, you're fucking standing right fucking there. Yeah. You're right fucking there. Cut his arm off. Yeah. Before you before you do this, son. Oh, your arm's just falling on the floor. Yeah. I'll his, take that. <laughs> put his arm in a fucking Arctic fucking tundra. Go get that then. <laughs> Go fetch. Damn, damn, I'm supplying logic to fantasy. Oh, I was so. I'm like, cut his fucking arm off. Easy done. And then they got everybody fucking like holding this arm down. They got this one. They're just like pulling these. Uh, and then I forgot that Star-Lord oh, fucked up the whole fucking earth or the whole fucking universe. Star-Lord is the reason that the snap even happened. Mm-hmm. Because they had it off. They were going to get it off, even though they could have just cut his arm off right there. Yeah. But yeah. It's, it's just it's just absolute bollocks. If, you, if you've got the ability to do these, you know, the, the swarty thing, he did the swarty thing. Fucking, okay, Peter Parker, fucking, you fucking melt. Fucking do one of these, <laughs> right? And then do yeah. one of these, right. and then his arms also, also, is is a point, uh, another plot flaw. So Peter Parker 
has got the uh, Infinity Gauntlet, and he starts swinging. From what? Oh, that's always a Spider-Man thing. <laughs> From the clouds, obviously. <laughs> it's just bullshit. He just just shoots it straight up into the air, and then it just stops on the the dome that encases the flat Earth. I guess I don't know what he's fucking. Yeah, and the thing is, if he's shooting it at, at an angle, right? So, so uh, let's use my microphone as a, an example, right? So he shoots it at an angle here. He's then got a swing here, which means his feet will still be on the floor unless he can retract his web. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. Look at us. Plot floors. Plot floors everywhere. But I still will take Marvel movies over DC any day. Oh, they, DC is dog shit. <laughs> right? The Dark Knight is the only thing that they have ever done that's good. Mm, is that the one with uh, Heath Ledger? Heath, Heath Ledger, yeah. yeah. That's, the only, that's the only film that they've what's done the, that's good. What, what's the first one? Oh, Batman Begins. Yeah, which is sh- shit. It was okay. Shit. No. Oh, come okay. on. Liam Neeson couldn't even save that film. I hate Liam Neeson. You what? Well, after he had that fucking interview when he's talking about, I grabbed a pipe and was looking for the nearest black dude. I was like, "What the fuck? Yo, fuck you, dude." Yeah, but he's got a certain certain set of skills, man. Yeah, try them certain set of skills uh, outside the fucking movie set. Get your little ass tuned up. Fucking look, <laughs> you looking for problems, big boy? Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> It's your he's, he's six foot fucking seven. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, is he, and he's eight eight hundred years old. So let's go. Uh, I'll roll the dice. I think I can right, take. Micah, hey Liam Neeson, Mike, I think I can take you. Mikey, talk amongst yourself for two seconds. I need to run upstairs quick. All right. Well, I'm just gonna end the show. Okay, let's do that. Do that. Hey Dave, what's up? Um, you came right at the end. Um, this has been episode 85 <laughs> of the Bin Podcast, entitled Backstreet's Back. We'll see All you guys. right. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll see you next week.